Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Club Junkie Podcast. Hopefully you're having a good week. It's Thursday again, everybody. I know. It goes by way too fast. It's insane. This this whole fall is like blowing by. I need to I need to play more golf because I can see the light at the end of the tunnel here in Detroit happening, and um, I'm not going to be able to play forever, which stinks. So uh, got to get some more golf in. It's um, it's just crazy, man. This year's going by too fast. Maybe it's because I'm older. Maybe it's because I'm a dad of a three-year-old. I don't know what it is, but this year's just been flying by so again gotta get some golf in. i gotta hit some stuff i gotta have some uh, some fun on the course before before i'm done so anyway uh thanks everybody for joining in for stopping in again uh every week i, I truly appreciate it um before we get into this episode want to let you know this episode brought to you by the new titleist tsr woods and uh yes listen the hours have been put in the work has been done as the moment approaches you either feel it fear it or you feel it for Titleists, it's a moment filled with pure anticipation, the accumulation of a relentless pursuit of speed in every form. So step up and settle in with confidence. Titleist TSR is here. The new TSR drivers take everything that made TSI the number one driver on tour and pack even more performance into every head. From the new face technologies to the CG improvements and aerodynamic refinements, when everything moves the needle, you're playing at Titleist speed. Go to Titleist.com to learn more about TSR medals and to schedule your fitting today. Titleist TSR, find your faster. So, yep, TSR. I got my TSR uh, 2 head here. And uh, it's what I've actually been gaming a little bit lately, uh, which is pretty cool. So I've been playing a lot of uh, TSR 2, and uh, it's it's a pretty darn good head. And... uh, if you're thinking about getting fit and trying one out, definitely do it. It's it's definitely worth uh, uh, giving one a whirl. Um, they're you know three heads. They're 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 absolutely phenomenal. So anyway, another week, man. It is crazy. Uh, I, I I do want to say thank you very much for everybody who has participated in all my Q and A's uh, on Instagram. If you go to at uh, Club Junkie Pod. Um, that's where you can follow me. That's where you can contact me the best. Um, have some great conversations with people through DMs and stuff like that. Uh, people have offered to send me stuff. I mean, it's, it's it's insane how cool the golf community is, especially through Club Junkie, through the Golf WRX, all that. Uh, I mean, golfers are just awesome people, and uh, I love love hanging out with you guys. I love hanging out. I love talking uh, talking clubs and uh, you know stuff like that. So uh, clubs, shafts, grips, whatever. I mean, it's just a whole lot of fun hanging out with you guys. And and you know this past. Well, no, two years that I've been doing Club Junkie under that name. Um, it's just been kind of kind of cool, man. It's awesome. So, uh, and also uh, when you check it out, follow at Club Junkie Pod. Go in there. I'm giving away a totally custom Callaway Fairway 14 golf bag, 14 uh, way top, black and white, really sharp. Got the Club Junkie logo uh, on the ball pocket, uh, which is pretty cool. There's only one of them that I know of that exists. Uh, well, there's that one, and then there's the five-way top, the Fairway Plus, that I've been using pretty much all year. But the 14, I just don't love the 14-way top as much, so I'm giving you guys a chance to win it. So uh, it'll be pretty, uh, it's a pretty cool prize. So uh, that's going to end here shortly, so definitely make sure to uh, jump in there. I think it's ending tomorrow. Um, but jump in there and uh, sign up and, and get registered. So <clears throat> super easy to do. But anyway, uh, been a good week. Uh, I've been out, played some golf. I played on uh, played last Thursday. Got uh, I didn't get four. I got, didn't get uh, eighteen holes, and I, I rarely push it that hard. Uh, but I got another fifteen uh, in last week. So got out there and played. And it definitely gets dark soon. It gets dark fast. It's, it it kind of stinks. I'm so used to being you know light out for um, you know till 9 30 or whatever it was and now it's you know getting dark <laughs> like 7 30 or it's uh it's just crazy but uh <laughs> excuse me went out and played 
and uh, and actually played pretty decent. Uh, the past uh, couple rounds I've gone out and played, I've, I've actually hit the ball fairly well. So I've been happy with that, and uh, I can't complain. I've been... Uh, I mean, I don't know if my scores are necessarily showing that. Uh, I'm hitting it as well as I am, but uh, I feel pretty good and hit a lot of good shots. And um, on uh, on last Thursday, it was super windy, so I am hit like zero greens. Um, <clears throat> I literally think I hit like zero greens. I was hitting just, I just couldn't couldn't get the ball to go where I wanted to go with the wind and all that. So it was just a a little bit of a, a struggle, but it was still fun. Had a good time. A couple guys from my league still played. So I wasn't playing alone yet, um, but uh, I think that is coming very soon as, as the weather has gotten a little chillier uh, this week. So I'm playing tomorrow. I'm playing Friday. Um, so i got two rounds uh, looking to go uh, th- this week as well. So either further uh, going through hitting stuff. And I thought I was going to do my kind of end of the year what's in the bag uh, this week. I thought I was going to do it, but I've got two really cool things that I'm uh, excited to talk about. I mean, like th- this show is awesome. I mean, hopefully you can hear my voice. I'm super excited about um, I got two things to talk about that I've been hitting really well and playing with, and it's it's been really cool. I think you guys will be excited to hear about them as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've just got uh, you know, I just want to keep playing, keep moving along, and uh, I've still got a few things to hit uh, to talk about. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll be playing uh, Thursday and Friday as well. But it uh, definitely is a little chillier uh, up here than it has been <laughs> in the past few weeks. So I've been playing in pants and vests and whatever, um, but it's all good. I'm uh, I'm having a good time. So. Again, like I said, super excited about this show because I've got two things that are pretty big. Um, also, if you're watching this on YouTube, I readjusted my camera so you're a little closer into my face, which is probably a bad thing. Um, <laughs> the beard is getting a little unruly here in the uh, in the winter winter months. I need to trim it down, but uh, it's keeping me warm on the course. So you know, it's it's one of those uh, uh, got a, the lesser of two evils. I've also noticed that sitting here on this camera angle, now that's closer, my right side is uh, far more white and gray than my left side. So I'm kind of maybe my right side of my body's just older. I don't know. I'm just I'm just aging more on the right side, I guess. But this thing's getting big and gray. Um, I threatened to shave it off the other day, and my wife said no. <clears throat> but uh, but it is, uh, like I said, keeping me warm out there on these uh, evening rounds that are uh, a little bit chillier. So anyway, uh, what I'm going to do today, first thing uh, that I'm going to talk about is a brand new putter that actually showed up. I, I was not actually I knew I knew it was coming. I, I put in. I talked to the guys. Um, uh, about it, put my order in, all that. It was great. Uh, they told me it was going to be like six to eight weeks to get the putter. They were just super backed up. I said, no problem. Had lots of other stuff here to, to play with. But um, it finally showed up. I kind of was unex- I wasn't expecting it to show up. I'd kind of forgotten that it had been about seven weeks. So I uh, didn't all of a sudden realize that, oh, I walked into the office and there's a box uh, with a putter in it. So was super excited to see it, and I do have to say that I was a little uh, a little surprised by it, uh, but in a good way. So the thing that showed up first that I've been waiting a little while on is, oh, I'm knocking everything over, is the new Lab Golf, as you can see by the uh, the kind of cool uh, brown head cover here that I've got. Um, I, I opted for the brown head cover when I ordered this time to make something a little different. The uh, but it's the new Lab Mez One Max putter. So the Mez One Max is the big brother to the uh, the Mez One. So the Mez One, if you guys uh, are probably familiar with in terms of seeing it on Golf WRX, I, I know I uh, had Sam Hahn on from uh, from Lab to talk about uh, uh, the original Mez, and this is the larger, bigger brother. And really the whole reason they did this uh, was to get a putter that was even more stable uh, than the Mez. 
So the Mez is a, a great putter. It's uh, It's got the lie angle balancing, meaning when you hold a putter, typically they have face balance, meaning that the face points to the sky uh, when you just basically rest the putter, uh, say, on a table, on your fingers with the head, uh, you know, kind of hanging off. Uh, but lot, And then there's also ones with toe hang, meaning the toe hangs at some type of position, whether it's, uh, you know, just slightly hang, you know, the toe just slightly hangs down or it hangs, you know, almost all the way down to six o'clock, uh, depending on the design and the heel uh, or the d- design of the putter and how the shaft goes into the head. And then there's lie angle balanced, which as if you're again watching this on YouTube, and again, if you want to watch it on YouTube, go to Golf WRX Radio, just search that. Um, but basically you hold it, uh, like I said, in your fingers, not touching anything, just rest the, the shaft on there. And you'll see that the face of the putter actually lines up uh, perfectly aligned at the target, so or at the cup, whatever it would be. So the uh, the toe of the putter is sitting in the air, uh, the heel of the putter is pointing towards the ground, and the face is pointing at uh, at the cup or the ball, your target, whatever. Uh, and basically, what this is is to take away, um, you know, as Sam was telling us, it's basically to to make putting easier, to basically make that the putter uh, through the stroke basically just wants to stay aligned to the target. And that's going to help a lot of golfers uh, who have problems with the face rotating throughout the stroke. When the face is pointed at the target, uh, you're probably going to be more consistent with it and you're going to hit it, uh, you know, at your target more often. Now, uh, you know, I know, and it's funny because uh, Sam and all the cash from lab, you know, the, the, the biggest comment they get is, uh, you know, well, the, the, the putter is ugly. And they're like, you know what? It, it, it kind of is, in a sense, ugly um, in a way that it sits and all that. Uh, now, the Mez series, I think, is far better looking than the the DF series. Uh, the DF, uh, I think, is 2.0 or 2.1. Had the big rounded back and the, the face, and it kind of looked like a, a little bit of an alien. Um, I think the Mez series, when it first came out, looked really good. Uh, it's kind of got that traditional, uh, or not traditional, but it's got kind of that fang uh, look to it that uh, a lot of putters have gone to. And uh, it was just a, a really nice look, nice shape. And I think, the you know, the way that the, the shaft goes into the head, which is kind of dead center and leaning forward to help get that uh, that lying of balancing, um, it just, you know, the shape really does make it look uh, a, a lot cleaner, a lot easier on the eyes. So um, so what they did, they had the Mez one out, and I putted with that, and I really liked it. I thought it was a great putter. I uh, putted pretty well with it. Um, it didn't necessarily kick my gamer out of the bag, I will say, but it was a, a really good option, and I'm glad that I open-mindedly gave it a shot because I think a lot of people look at these things and immediately say, I'm done, I'm out, and uh, you're you're kind of doing yourself a disservice there. So the, uh, the Mez Max came out as basically a much more stable and more forgiving version uh, of the Mez. They kind of found that they wanted to improve um, the stability of the putter and, you know, the, the accuracy of kind of off-center hits and all that. And uh, they wanted to make it more forgiving because they found the DF, uh, the DF 2.1, the, the, the ugly one, quote-unquote, that they make, was a little more forgiving uh, than this head here, just be, the, how much weight was behind the, uh, on it and out and to the sides. It, uh, it just had a lot of, uh, a, a lot of little bit more stability. So um, the Mez Max came out, and this is actually 20% larger than the Mez 1. So the Mez 1, Mez 1 Max, the Max is 20% larger, which when they said that, and I kind of, you know, they, they were kind of showing it online, and I think they were purposely kind of like blowing up the photos to make the head look bigger. I was expecting a monster. I was expecting an absolute huge putter to come out of the box, and I was shocked that it is not that much bigger. <laughs> and uh, when you set it down, really doesn't. I mean, it's it's much more compact than I thought. It's it's a little bit bigger, but it's not a huge. I mean, it's a big putter, but it's not huge. It's not weird to the eye or anything like that. It it actually looks really good, and and that's the part that shocked me the most because I was really worried about. 
if this thing's so big, it's just going to look like a dinner plate down there. It's going to be massive, and, you know, I'm not going to like the look of it. It looks really good. And to be honest, uh, my Mez one is actually with a different guy, uh, a guy at WRX who works with us, wanted to try it, so I gave it to him a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> He's been putting with it. So I didn't have this one to set right now next to it, and just pulling this out of the box, putting a ball down on the office carpet, and hitting a few putts, you, I, I honestly almost didn't even notice that it was that much bigger. Uh, but I did notice immediately through the stroke that it was just just had a really good feel to it. Um, it was a little... I guess you call it a little more stable. I mean, you just through the stroke. I mean, the Mez, uh, the Mez one. Uh, I definitely really liked how the how, how the, the the putter just moved through the stroke. Uh, I mean, I found that if I, I gripped it really loosely and just kind of let the putter do the work, uh, it, it did the work and it was it was really good at it. And this is even more so. Uh, I feel like this one, you know, again gripping it very lightly, letting it just pulling it back and letting it go forward. Uh, short putts are basically. If you read it right and you're on the right line and all that, and you hit it hard enough, it's going in. I mean, it's just super easy. There's a ton of confidence in it in terms of uh, short putts, uh, but it does feel a little different through the stroke. And I think this this added stability, which this is now almost as forgiving uh, as the DF 2.1. They're almost exactly the same. This one definitely, in my eyes, looks a heck of a lot better. Uh, I think it frames the ball a lot better, and um, I like kind of the the triple. I went with a triple alignment aid uh, on this one, but uh, Definitely has a different feel to it in a good way compared to the Mez 1, I think. Um, now, this one here, they let me, again, do another custom order. Uh, last time, they let me custom order one as well. But this time, the Mez Max, they're doing a bunch of colors of the heads. And I can't remember how many colors, but there's a good amount of them. Um, I think there's something like, actually, let me just, uh, you know, let me pull it up and uh, and, and I can kind of show you. So the, uh, um, oops, I, I went to the wrong page on the site. But they have, a, you know, traditional black. Um, I think they make, let me just pull it up here. They make a traditional, just black, like, like they always make. And then, uh, in terms of color, you've got, uh, oh, standard. so putty, you've got black, a blue, orange, platinum, red, and then this is what they call cappuccino. So it's kind of a brownish gold color. And I said, you know what? My mess one was done in black and that was the way they made them. So I was like, I'm going to do a different color. And I was going to do platinum, uh, kind of the gray one, and then I saw the cappuccino, and I said, man, there's just something about that cappuccino one that looks pretty cool. It looks really goldish uh, when you look at the photos uh, on Lab's website. When you get it in, it's definitely more of like a brownish bronze color, and to be honest, huge fan. I think I actually, I really like the color it showed up in better than what I saw online. Um, I think this is kind of gives it that uh, a much more intense, but like, you know, it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of those old Odyssey Tour putters that were butane finish, and they had that brownish kind of look. This is like a total brown color, and, and honestly, I really like it. It's dark enough uh, where it uh, suits my eye for dark, rusty black clubs, um, but it's light enough where it's definitely different than black, um, and it actually frames the ball pretty well. I, I, I do like the color standing over it. There's still no glare or anything like that from the sun, uh, but I want cappuccino this time. And then uh, I went triple sight line uh, on the top, which I think my old one, I did uh, just a single sight line, um, or my other Mez. Again, I don't have it with me, another guy from WRX, WRX is, uh, is is playing with it, messing around with it. So this is the triple sight line. Uh, I went with that. And then uh, I went, uh, my, my, my traditional specs though, um, which I think is... I think 69 grams lie, or 69 degrees lie, uh, loft is standard, and then 33 inches. I went with the, the Acra uh, putter shaft, 
um, which I guess Lab and, and, and Acro worked together on this thing. I uh, went that in white because my other one I did a uh, stability tour in white, a polar. So I wanted to go white again. And then this time I went with the Press 2 uh, 1.5 degree grip in the smooth. So the last one I did the textured with the smooth here. And uh, it's kind of cool. It's got a black and white. Got a little stitching in the back uh, to connect the two. But uh, it's got a cool look to it. But overall... I think the package looks really good. Uh, I was really impressed with it. I pulled it, pulled the thing out of the box, and then of course, yeah, I went with the uh, the brown head cover uh, to match the the putter head, and I think that was a great decision. Um, they're all magnetic, thankfully, which is awesome. Uh, I hate Velcro putters, uh, putter covers. This one is magnetic, which I really like. Um, <clears throat> but overall, like 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 the Mez, Mez, the standard Mez one, bunch of weights on the bottom. Uh, these again take a long time for lab technicians to get correct when they're building your putter. So because everything kind of plays into it in terms of what the lie is, what the what the shaft is, what the length is, what grip is on it, all that stuff can, plays into a factor. So getting the correct swing weight and the correct line angle balancing and all that, messing with these weights. Uh, I think Sam said these things could take up to 45 minutes to make each one in terms of getting those weights 100% right. Um, and then you do not mess with them because they're in the, they're in the place they're supposed to be for a reason. Uh, but overall build, really, really good. I love the look of it. The white shaft looks really cool. Um, they got the... Uh, you know, the, the face has kind of the, the, the milled lines into it. Um, I don't know if you're able to see it on... Uh, on YouTube here, but, uh, has the, the grooved, uh, face milling into it. Um, and overall just a, a really good look. So r putting around, uh, took a bunch of pictures at the office. Then, you know, of course was putting in the, uh, um, putting in the office, uh, around with it, which is fine. And then took it out to, uh, to the putting green and then to the, the course. So I've got, uh, I've got that 15 holes on it plus uh, some putting range sessions. So I don't have a ton, but I do have to say right out of the gate, uh, watch the putting green and it just, felt really good uh through the stroke i mean like i said it definitely feels really stable uh as you pull the club back uh as long as you know you, like i said you let this do the work you don't try to manipulate the face because um, like uh sam said on my previous uh, podcast with him most good players you're used to manipulating the face like you're you're kind of opening the face and then you're closing it as you come into impact and with this you do not do that you don't have to it's just gonna stay i mean the, the face is gonna stay pointed at the target the whole time um so I walked into the putting green, and honestly, it was just super easy. I think I, I made the second putt, which was from like 20 feet. Um, the first one, I think, rolled just by on the left, and from there, I was kind of off and running. Um, it, it's just really easy to use, uh, and I think there is some added stability to this thing. So uh, with the Mez, my Mez 1, uh, compared to this, I mean, center strikes are center strikes. They both roll really well. Uh, the, the grooves on the face here, I think, do promote a little bit of more forward roll. There is zero skidding, zero hopping, anything like that. The ball just starts rolling towards the target. Now, I know some people with groove faces will say, oh, it comes off a little hot or it goes a little fast, whatever. I didn't notice that with the Mez 1. I don't didn't notice anything like that with the Mez 1 Max. Um, and this is coming from a guy who was playing a Bettinardi BBAW, which had just a solid milled face. Um, speed control was, was no different. Uh, I didn't have anything where I, you know, I thought I put a good, good uh, stroke on it and it went, you know, four feet by or anything like that. Uh, the putts I was hitting was the putts I was seeing. Um, and like I said, short putts, super, super easy. As long as you get the line right uh, and you get the speed right, you're going to make the putt, which I know that's kind of like three, two thirds of the battle. But I do have to say that there's definitely some added consistency with this thing in terms of short putts. Um, it just, like I said, does the work. I mean, as long as... 
you don't try to manipulate face. You just pull it back. You kind of let it go through. The ball is going where you lined it up, and 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 it just goes that way. Um, like I said, the putting green. I kind of if I wasn't making putts, I was just missing, and I was missing really close. Um, I only maybe had one putt where I hit it a little firm and it, it went a few feet by, but anything that I hit well was right around the hole if I didn't make it. Um, and short putts, like I said, especially if maybe you use a line or something like that on a ball, it is super easy to to hit the target you're looking at. Um, the impact, the feel of it is actually, I think, a little softer than Mez 1. Um, I don't know if it's basically, I don't know if it's maybe like the Acra shaft compared to the, the, the BGT uh, stability Polar. Because um, they are two different shafts, uh, and they are slightly different grips. But this thing here definitely feels a little softer, a little less vibration to it. Um, and it has a little more muted sound uh, as the ball comes off the face compared to the Mez 1, which I thought the Mez 1 felt really good. Uh, it's, you know, this is uh, just like that. It's an aluminum putter, uh, a steel block in the middle uh, where the shaft goes into it. Uh, but overall, aluminum does typically feel pretty soft uh, on most putters. And I think with these grooves on here, and, and same with the Mez 1, they're just, they're just really... Uh, soft, responsive putters, but like I said, I think this is a hair softer, and I think it's a little more muted, um, and it may be something with size, maybe it's something, you know, with the weights being out there more, uh, it could be maybe the shaft in this, but it definitely had softer feel and sound uh, than my Mez 1, um, but I noticed that the one thing that I noticed is when I went and played, um, I hit a lot of a lot of putts in the center, which was great, um, but I was, I, I was hitting, and I've done this lately, and I don't know what it is, I mean, it's me, uh, I've been hitting stuff just slightly off the toe, like just a little bit. As I'm coming through, I think I'm just, I don't know if I'm pulling the putter down or I'm coming a little from outside to in, but I'm hitting everything just a little, or not everything, but I'm, I'm hitting a, when I when I miss the putt center, I'm hitting it a little off the toe. Um, and I've been doing that with my Betnardi. I did it with this. And it was amazing. Or I mean, it was amazing how, how much better the ball stayed up online with this thing. Um, I had at least two putts where I was like, that's not even close. I hit it off the toe. Like, it's gone. Or, you know, it's, it's not even coming close. And the ball rolled right by the hole. I mean, it was one of those, if you didn't know, if you were able to blindfold me, whatever, and I didn't know I hit it off the toe, I would have thought I hit a great putt. I would have thought I hit a really solid putt. Um, the stability on this thing is definitely improved, uh, definitely better. And like I said, I hit a handful of putts off the toe and none of them ended up in spots where I really had to grind out that two putt, um, or something like that. It really kept the ball in line and I, and I was kind of impressed with, uh, how online, uh, that ball stayed with, with, like I said, hitting it out kind of, and it wasn't much. I mean, it's just like a little bit kind of on the, on the three lines on the face, I was probably hitting it off the, 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 the second line on the, towards the toe. So it wasn't a crazy amount, but it was enough where, the putter gave you a little, you know, you, you, you felt it. The putter would, you know, you kind of hear, heard, felt and sound it, sounded, or felt and heard it when you hit it. Uh, it gave just a little bit firmer feel. Uh, so you knew you hit it. One, I know I've been doing it lately uh, out on the course. And like I said, but if you didn't, were able to take those two factors out of it and just watch the ball roll, you wouldn't have known you didn't hit a good putt with it. Um, it was really, really impressive. Uh, at first, uh, and then with long putts, I think the long putts are much easier to adjust to with this putter. Um, again, I don't know if it's the, the MOI, the weights being further out, or what it is about the bigger head, but I definitely felt more confident with my lag putts. And then that's something with the Mez 1 when I first got it, I kind of struggled with was, was long lag putts. Uh, anything that I had was long with this, I, I just I, I had more confidence in. I mean, maybe it was from going to the putting green, hitting some really good putts right out of the gate, but going out and playing with it, I definitely putted better, especially from a distance than I did with, with the Mez one. Um, and again, I don't know if that's necessarily just getting some really good 
practice you know uh, reps in with it and then going to the course and, and playing and having that confidence or if it was something where uh you know this putter which it does have to me a little different feel through the stroke maybe that little different feel that more stable feel gives me uh um you know gives me that 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 uh, confidence to be maybe a little more aggressive with those lag putts or or something like that but um i hit the lag putts really well uh, never really had a bunch of putts where you said, oh man, that's, <clears throat> you know, that's a, a six footer coming back or, uh, or leaving it crazy short or anything like that. All my lag putts were, were definitely much better. Um, when I do miss with this, it's typically I miss short. I, I just don't hit it hard enough. And that would probably come with a little bit of time, just being used to, uh, again, pulling the putter back, letting it do the work and just pulling it maybe a slight bit back, a fraction of an inch more or anything like that. Um, and I think that would come with time, uh, as with using it. Uh, but overall, the uh, the Mez One Max, I, I like it better than the, than the original one. Uh, if you gave me the option and said pick one, or you know, both standing on the shelves, exact same specs, everything, I'll go with the Mez One Max. Um, I think it's just a little more forgiving, and especially now, having a day where I knew I wasn't hitting the center, I was hitting a little off the toe, all that, and being able to still either make putts or get putts really, really close where I just tapped them in. Um, it was really, really impressive, uh, and and it's nice that you know you don't have. Sometimes when I go out and, and, and practice putting, not that I'm a great putter, but I'll purposely hit stuff off the toe, hit it off the heel, whatever, just to see what happens. You know what what happens to that putter? Does it does the ball still roll online? Does it you know does it go right or left? Whatever, and took this out and didn't have to do that because I was just hitting the, you know hitting putts in a different location than I should have. So um, overall. Really impressed with the Mez One Max. It, it's it's really it does have um, I think some added stability to it. The 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 feel of it through the stroke, the weight, the balance of it through the stroke, I think is improved. Like I said, I can't necessarily put my finger on what 100% is different between the Mez and this, uh, but this thing just I I just as soon as I pulled it out of the box and hit some putts with it, it just felt felt really good, um, and. Overall, I don't think the size is that big of a difference. I mean, maybe if I had my Mez one back and I got it back from from my my coworker and put it down next to the head, sure, maybe I'd notice a difference. But if you either haven't hit uh, a Mez one uh, or you don't have one sitting down, you know that you can set this thing right next to, I don't think the overall size of it's going to be uh, anything to to gawk at. And especially if you get one of the darker colors, the black, the platinum, the cappuccino, um, I think those you know are, are definitely going to give it more of a traditional look anyway. Um, I think it's it's one of those where yeah you're just not gonna notice the the added size, but I think you will notice the the added stability and the added added forgiveness that this head uh, definitely gives you. So um, overall, I've been super impressed with it. The the acro shaft's really good. Uh, it definitely is a little bit stiffer than steel. Um, and again, I don't know if that is something that's making the sound and feel a little bit softer than the Mez One, but um, it definitely has a little so- stiffer feel uh, that I do like. Everything felt online, and then honestly, the, like I said, the, the grip, which I, at first, when I first pulled it out of the box, I said, oh, I'm not going to like this grip. I just don't like it. Uh, the more I put it with it, the more I've gotten used to it. Uh, it does have a little tack to it, nothing crazy, uh, but it is, you know, there's no texture to it. So when I first pulled it out, it kind of felt slick to me, um, but now the more I've used it, the more I've gotten used to it, and honestly, it, it's got a decent tack to it. I haven't had a problem. Now, I haven't played in 90-degree weather yet, and I won't unfortunately do that till probably next year or something like that it's gonna be a while before uh, i play in super hot weather but uh so far the grip i've actually started to to kind of like the feel of it and it's not uh anything that i've, I've slipped or anything like that um now the press grips i mean are definitely a little interesting they're kind of like an oval shape um they're they definitely take maybe just a, a hair of getting used to 
but this one, like I said, I've, it, it's the exact same size and everything as the Press 215 that I had before. Just that one had a little texture to it. So this one here, like I said, same thing. It fits in my, 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 my hands well. Um, it's kind of like a, I would say maybe, um, I, like I've, I've messed around with the, the Superstroke pistol stuff. This is probably maybe a hair bigger than a 1.0, uh, a Pistol GT 1.0, maybe just a little bit bigger than that. And maybe kind of in between a 1.0 and a, and a 2.0. But overall, um, I, I, I have grown to actually like the grip a little bit, which is which is kind of nice. Um, and then the black and white part of it kind of looks kind of cool where it's, you know, half white, half black. Um, but overall, I've been really impressed with the putter. Um, to say that it's taken over as a gamer, um, I don't know. I, I had a lot of fun putting with it. I'm going to putt with it again uh, on Thursday and then possibly Friday. We'll see if the magic is is uh, is kind of still there. But realistically, it was something that I kind of, you know, when they said, hey, we'd let, you know, got the Max coming out. Would you like to, you know, you've already tried the Mez 1. Would you like to try the Mez 1 Max? I kind of said yes, but I was like, you know, and it's it's going to be the same putter. And, and to me, it's definitely not. Um, it, it is definitely, to me, an improvement uh, on the Mez 1, which I know they're making both. Um, but again, I think uh, if you're going into it, the, the Mez 1 Max is definitely worth trying. And honestly, if you read that it's 20% larger and that scares you, don't be scared. Like, it's really not that much bigger. And, and again, if you're unless you're setting it down next to a Mez 1, I don't think you're going to notice that you know, much of a difference. And, and honestly, it's not big to the point where it's obnoxious or anything. I mean, the Mez 1 was a decent-sized putter. This is a big putter, but it's not anything crazy. It's it's not super huge. It's not anything that uh, that I think is, uh, like I said, obnoxious or distracting or anything like that. So um, overall, really impressed so far with the, the, Mez, 1, uh, the Mez 1 Max. Like I said, I, it took me a while to uh, to give Lab uh, putters a shot, um, just because I didn't. I never liked the shape of the DF uh, 2.0 or 2.1, but this thing, the Mez Max and or the Mez One and the Mez One Max, are definitely uh, uh, definitely a better shape to my eye. But so far, I've been really impressed with this putter and, and really had a lot of fun, a lot of fun putting with it, and uh, excited to putt some more uh, with it as well. So it, it it's definitely moved into the number two spot as uh, you know. It's fighting for number one, but it's definitely number two for sure. Uh, the the BB18 has had a little more time in the bag, but uh, again, after maybe the next two days, this could be uh, could be the one in the bag. So we'll see. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll definitely have this out a little more this 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 week and uh, be putting some more of it. So it's uh, like I said, pretty cool. Um, just overall, really like uh, everything they kind of done with this butter, and uh, I've I've liked putting with it so far. So um, we'll give it some more time. But if you want to check out more, go to labgolf.com. Uh, they've got uh, um, like you know all the information on the putter, all the custom options you could order if you want. Um, now I will admit it, it's not uh, it's not cheap. I'll tell you that. Uh, but the nice thing is, even though it's not cheap, they do have a whole like remote fitting thing so if you uh, are looking to get one and you decide hey this is what i want to do um if there's not like a fitter near you you can actually which i did this the remote fitting you go near like a door jam that's 90 degrees you, you hit some putts it, it, there's a whole little video on how to do it it's super simple um, it took me all of like five minutes to do um you have like you know a buddy your spouse whoever take a you know a little video of you hitting a couple putts Send over your current putter specs, and uh, they'll they'll hit the rest up. And honestly, my Mez One <clears throat> was done that way; it worked great. And then this one, I basically just said, "Hey, here are the specs from the the previous putter." They built it the exact same specs, and um, and it, it turned out really really good. So, uh, go to labgolf.com, check out the uh, the Mez One Max, and uh, like I said, I, I think if you're looking for a new putter, it's definitely worth uh, you know taking a look at and and giving it a shot. All right, so great putter. Now we move into 
something a little different. <laughs> How about a set of irons? And uh, you've probably seen these all over. Uh, you probably saw these yesterday on my Instagram page. Posted a photo because they just got released. But uh, I've also been messing around with the new PXG 0317ST irons, which uh, I know they're a blade. And I typically always tell you I don't play blades. But uh, these things, uh, they were, PXG was nice enough to send me a set. And uh, I've been uh, messing around with them, uh, you know, recently. So uh, pretty cool. When they showed up, I was like, man, these things are really kind of intimidating. <laughs> They're pretty small, but they look sweet. They're all milled. Um, and then um, I'll show you the uh, the pretty cool four iron cavity back here. Again, if you're watching on, uh, on YouTube, you can kind of see. Uh, they make, uh, it's kind of an interesting set. It's a, a set of blades, 031311STs. Uh, they're a set of blades, but the three and four iron, if you choose to go, those irons are done as a cavity back, which uh, the cavity back is actually a pretty, pretty cool looking cavity back. I do have to say the first iron I pulled out was the four iron. And I was kind of like, wow, these are pretty sweet, but we'd seen, uh, you know, the ST irons on tour. I think it was right around the rocket mortgage. Somebody had the STs in, they had a set of raw ones. And, uh, so when I saw these, I was like, man, what are, you know, zero three one sevens. I was like, that that's the blade, but I'm like, well, maybe they're doing some type of cavity, you know, a combo set where you can order, you know, certain irons in, in cavity back, certain irons in, uh, uh, in the blade. But no, the, uh, they're not quite doing that. Basically, the whole set's designed where the three and four iron, uh, you can get them as cavity backs. The five through gap wedge are traditional blades. So these things here um, are pretty much blades. They're, they're pretty small. Uh, they're not crazy, crazy tiny, though. Like, they're not pink, blue pink, print crazy. I set them down next to my, my PXG, uh, my, my 0311 Gen 5Ts. And they're a little bit smaller. They're not crazy smaller than that, but they are a little bit smaller uh, than the, uh, the, the the Gen 5 Ts. So a um, little bit smaller, a little bit narrower sole, but they're not the craziest, tiniest blade uh, in the world. But they do look look pretty awesome with all the milling and everything on the back. Uh, it's one of those things where it just makes you wish that, uh, you know, I was a better player and could play full sets of blades. Uh, but these things here built with uh, 8620 carbon steel. And they're triple forged, uh, as uh, PXG basically says. They press these things three times in three different dies to really get uh, the precision uh, shaping and everything out of them. Um, they also have basically a ton of milling uh, all over them on the back, on the face, uh, basically to just make sure they have the precise shapes and uh, flat faces and all that that uh, they need to have. So tons of milling, which you'd expect uh, from PXG. They've kind of been doing a lot of milling ever since they first came out. You've been seeing a lot of milling, a lot of screws. Uh, they do have the one single uh, screw in the back, which is basically to enhance the swing weight uh, or dial in the swing weight on your build. But it's not meant to be replaced or taken out, so it is what it is there. Uh, whatever they build it with when they build your set, uh, I mean, they're not going to sell you uh, other ones or anything like that uh, to, to replace them. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, they basically are really built for, you know, low handicap, high skilled players, players who are looking to work the ball uh, and, you know, put uh, an emphasis on, on shot shaping and distance control. So that's uh, what they're built for. And then they basically built the uh, the two long irons, the three and four iron with the cavities, uh, in order to be a little more forgiving. They're a little longer, uh, heel to toe as well, so they're a slightly longer blade shape uh, to give them a little bit of added uh, forgiveness and stability. 
they also have a little more weight uh, down lower, so they do launch uh, a little bit higher than uh, the standard ones. So, uh, but overall, really like the look. I- I'm a fan of PXG irons in terms of the shape. Uh, I know a lot of people say, well, they just look like pings, and they do have a little bit of ping look to to some of the clubs. But I think these are are just really sharp and at a dress they look really good. Really minimal offset to them, um, you know, almost basically almost zero, uh, but very minimal. Uh, a little bit in the four iron. Uh, I didn't get the three iron because I can't hit it, and realistically, I don't really hit the four iron. Um, <clears throat> I did, but uh, I don't even really hit the four iron. Four iron's got a touch offset to it, but uh, everything after that, all the blades are pretty much uh, uh, pretty much have very minimal offset <laughs> to say the to say the least. So. Um, really nice, uh, looking set. They do make them in black as well. I know some people posted some of the, uh, the black finish, uh, online. Uh, when I got my set, my set came in the, the standard chrome, which I'm okay with. I don't mind the chrome. Uh, I mean, I do like the black, but, uh, the chrome looks pretty good. It's pretty dull finish. It's pretty matte finished. Uh, it's got a little bit of shininess on the bottom, on the sole, uh, and into the hosel a little bit, but for the most part, the milling and the finish is all pretty dull. Zero glare. I played with these on super, super bright day uh, a couple weekends ago and never had a problem with anything uh, in terms of glare or anything like that. Um, the specs are a little more retro uh, compared to, to other irons. Uh, these here play off a 47-degree pitching wedge, so definitely a couple degrees weaker than majority of sets. Uh, and then the 7 iron is 33 degrees and the 4 iron is 23. So um, the 4 iron is not quite as, as weak. Pitching wedge is definitely a little weaker, and then their gap wedge, I mean, they play off a 52-degree gap wedge if you if you get it. Um, I actually do have the gap wedge, uh, and I did play it quite a bit instead of just a standard, uh, you know, sand wedge-looking uh, gap wedge. Um, but uh, basically, I got four through gap wedge, so I got one of the cavity backs, and then I did get the gap wedge as well. Uh, and PXG basically built them to the same specs as my Gen 5 T's. Because uh, those are the specs they have on mine on hand, so that's what they built them to. So these ones here, same thing, Elevate 95s uh, in stiff flex, and uh, just like my Gen 5 T's, and you know, same loft lie specs, all that, which I think are standard lie, um, maybe one degree up, but I think they're standard lie and uh, standard length. So pretty much standard. Uh, so got these things in and uh, was really, as soon as I opened the box and pulled these things out, they looked just awesome. I mean, they really do have a, a really, really good look to them. Um, again, I'm not a huge blade guy, so, uh, but I, I, I'm taking them out and playing them. I'm going to go try them. So took them out and played them uh, right when I got them. First thing I'll say, they're really soft. <laughs> they really have a soft feel to them. And I know in terms of feel, soft is kind of a relative term and people will always say this brand or this iron is softer than 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 another and this brand to me is always the firmest and whatever and that's totally fine because it is feel and sound are totally subjective to what you like and don't like uh these to me extremely soft uh, i think these hold up when you hit it in the center uh they hold up to basically pretty much anything out there in, in terms of feel um you know or in terms of softness uh if you're rating that i think they are you know very close to everything else um you know, that you would would go buy. I mean, from every, every other ma- uh, major manufacturer, if you want to get their set of blades and hit them and you hit it in the center, I think these are going to be as soft as anything out there. But extremely soft <clears throat> when you strike it on the center. That does get a little firmer uh, when you go out and you start missing it, you know, low or out on the toe or anything like that. Uh, my, my miss lately has been kind of low toe. Um, I've been kind of like early extend or early uh, uh, extension, kind of raising my, my, my body off the ground before I hit the ball. 
um, which is a problem I've had for a while. I, I kind of solved a little bit of it earlier in the year, but it's, it's crept back in a little bit. Um, so I've hit a lot of shots, kind of unfortunately low toe. Um, but uh, yeah, in terms of feel and sound, they're absolutely phenomenal. When you hit it in the center, I mean, it's just that 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 whoosh, and then there's just kind of like that thud uh, as the ball leaves. It's one of those things that you chase after after you hit the first one. When you when you hit the first one flush, or you hit you know hit the the, the the ball flush on there, you're just chasing to try to do it again because it, it feels that good, um, and it really does come off uh, uh, with just a solid feel, and the ball just goes, and it just makes you feel like such a good golfer, and it, it really does. Um, but the uh, the initial feel and everything, like I said, very soft. The feel of it's really solid. Um, now it will get a little more uh, a little more firm, a little more harsh, a little higher pitch when you miss it. Um, you know, like I said, I've been missing kind of low toe a lot, uh, lately, which is kind of a weird spot, but, um, like I said, with my kind of early extension and kind of all that, it, it, it makes sense. But, uh, so I've been hitting a lot of low toe. Those I definitely notice. I mean, when you, when you just miss it, uh, it tells you, it tells you right away that you just missed it. Like I said, you get greeted with a, a slightly more, uh, firmer sound and feel to it. Um, if you get everything pr- pretty much close to center, though, I mean, the, the, the feel is still pretty good. Even if you don't hit dead center, you're just outside of it. Uh, feels still pretty pretty solid, pretty good. Um, the other thing that was really impressive was the distance on these, because before I took them out, I didn't look at the specs. I just, I mean, I looked, saw that they built them to my specs, but I didn't look at the lofts on them, and I just took them out and went and played. And I wasn't changing anything. When I was 150 yards, I pulled 8-iron. When I was 170 yards, I pulled 6-iron. Like, that's the yardage I hit. So I just went and played those yardages. And for the most part, if I hit the ball solid, I, I hit those yardages. It was, you know, if I hit a seven iron 160, it went 160 and I walked up and I was, you know, on the green where I should be. If I, I, I if I did miss it, um, the drop off was definitely noticeable. Uh, that's the, the big difference between like the, the, the gen five T's and this the shots that hit kind of low off the toe on gen five T's. I could get away with it and probably just maybe get the ball in the green. Um, here I was coming up short, uh, but, but it's a blade. I mean, it's not meant to be crazy forgiving all that. Um, when you miss it significantly from the sweet spot, you're going to notice a drop, a drop off in distance. And, and I did notice that, like I would come up short of the green and, and, and balls I hit in the air. I was like, that's just not going to make it. Like you just knew right from the re- re- responsiveness off the club, it, it wasn't getting there. Uh, but shots that you hit in center, I was, I was kind of impressed with how far they went. Um, like I said, with these being a couple, uh, like pitching wedge being a couple degrees weaker, that that's the only one I noticed uh, was pitching wedge that I hit a ball really, really well. Um, and pitching wedge for me is like a 125-ish uh, type club. I don't, the low end of my bag, I, I just don't hit very far. Um, so instead of being 130 like it should and 9-iron being 140, uh, it's really like 125. But I uh, hit a shot, struck it well, and came up a little short. And I was I was kind of a little perplexed by it, but you know chalked it up to maybe there's some wind, whatever, and just moved on. And then later on, when I came home and I was you know checking these things out, realized that you know the pitching wedge is 47 degrees where I'm used to playing 45 and 46 in terms with you know player speed uh, irons that have thinner faces and all that. So <clears throat> totally understand that uh, I may have come up just a touch short uh, with the pitching wedge, but that's the only club. Uh, that I noticed anything different with um, everything else. When I hit it solid, uh, it, it was basically the distance it, that I usually hit. And like I said, being a degree or maybe two uh, off of what I typically play, uh, it was pretty impressive to see that these things still go uh, a decent ways. But the nice thing is you don't have to worry about it. I know some people complain with the player's distance category. Well, you catch that flyer, you hit it in the right spot on the face, and it goes 10, for, 10 yards further or whatever that case is. 
you don't have to worry about it with these because they're a solid forged piece. There's no hot spot on here or anything like that. Um, these things do definitely spin really well. I mean, everything into the green is, you know, at least for me from like seven iron down, if you're in the fairway, it basically hits and stops and that's it. Uh, six iron to uh, six and five iron, I'm definitely going to get a little more release just because I don't hit them that crazy high, uh, but they tend to have a good amount of spin to them uh, and they definitely get in the air fairly easily. Um, now you can work the ball really easily with these as well. Um, not that I try to necessarily hit, uh, you know, fades and draws and all that, but, uh, I mean, a little bit, I try to kind of play into the wind and things like that. And, uh, these things definitely will allow you to work the ball uh, with no problem. I mean, I had no problem just trying to hit them straight. Uh, but if you want to work the ball and play your cut or play your draw or anything like that, they do exceptionally, exceptionally well there. Uh, you are able to kind of flight the ball down as well very easily, hit some kind of low shots. Um, <clears throat> I was able to get a little off the tee with the with the four iron. Uh, one of the days played with them, it was it was windy and hitting into the wind and just kind of played it back in my stance a touch, nothing crazy, hit that and the four iron and, and definitely hit it a little lower and flatter, which was pretty nice. Uh, but then off the tee, hitting it, uh, and even actually hitting a couple shots off the turf, um, hit the four iron you know, plenty high. I mean, granted, again, I don't hit the ball crazy high, so... It wasn't anything like it was, you know, piercing clouds and causing rain to shatter down. But uh, the four iron is actually definitely a little more playable than I would think the blade four iron would be uh, in this set. Um, turf interaction, really good. Uh, now, it, they, they definitely have a little bit of bounce to them. Uh, they put on here like a seven iron has about six degrees of bounce and the pitching wedge has about 10 degrees. Um, they definitely have a, a decent amount of bounce and they've got like a little bit of a, <clears throat> I don't want to call it a killed leading edge, but the le leading edge has kind of been rounded off, uh, as well. So when you get steep or get down on a little bit, uh, the club still kind of hits and wants to get kind of out or through the turf and out, uh, fairly easily, uh, played with it in some, some decently soft conditions. I wouldn't say the craziest soft conditions, but pretty soft, uh, after some rain up here, never had a problem with, uh, with digging on these. And I was a little worried about it just cause the, the sole is a little narrower than my, my gen five uh tease so i was a little worried about it digging a little a little bit but it didn't uh it really was a pretty good turf interaction there the thin sole gets to the rough with no problem um overall just a really playable iron um like i said the the, the biggest thing you're going to notice with these compared to say the gen 5 t's misses are going to carry a little farther with the gen 5 t's um these things also do spin a little bit more shots out of the rough tend to hold the green a little better uh, than my Gen 5 tees. I mean, that w it, you know, if they both get up in the air and land, uh, I'm just, you get a little bit less release uh, with, the, with the blades. So um, they've been really, really solid. The four iron, like I said, is actually pretty darn good. I mean, this cavity back one, I think it looks really cool. And I kind of wish they would make um, like more of these. Like you could get, you know, three, four, five, six, maybe even a seven, uh, in these cavity backs and then make the blades as well. And you can kind of blend them into the set, however you would want to, uh, cause they are a really kind of cool looking iron. I mean, they, they really did, uh, do, do well with these and they're, they're pretty sweet. Um, but off the tee, I was actually surprised. I, I hit these things off the turf. Again, I don't hit four ends really great off the turf anyway, but off the turf, uh, I was able to get this thing up in the air, and it was playable enough. Um, not so much where I'd be calling myself consistent with it. Uh, but off the tee, I was able to hit some shots, with, and honestly, some shots again that were definitely longer than I thought. Like, this thing's 23 degrees, um, and I was hitting it basically just behind spots that I was kind of playing my Mizuno Fly High and uh, and Tour Edge uh, tie utility uh, four irons. And those are basically cut down to four iron length and all that. They're not any longer. Um, but I wasn't that far behind. I mean, 
Off the tee, I can hit one of those if I really smoke it and you get some roll and all that. It can go 220, maybe 225 if you absolutely killed it. I think I've hit one on Arcos at like 225. Um, and this thing here was was probably all of like 215, all that, when I really struck it well off the tee. Um, so, I mean, not much behind it. And off the tee, I mean, I'm looking to place the ball anyway. I'm looking to keep ball out of trouble, uh, specifically on the hole that I really kind of measure it on. Uh, at St. Clair Shores, is a big pond to the right. It's whole, uh, whole six. Is a, uh, six. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm uh, hole four, um, and four's got a big pond to the right. Water's at like 230, 220, depending on where the tee box is and what tee box you play. But I play four iron off of there unless it's crazy into the wind because I can hit four iron and then still go up and hit like an eight iron or nine iron if you really hit it well, um, and have no problem to the green. So I uh, I play a lot of four irons off there and hit a couple really good four irons here that honestly I was just a little bit behind where I typically hit a really good shot with those utility irons. So, uh, and those all are multi-piece thin faced, you know, irons, but this thing for being a, a one piece forged and having a little more weight around the perimeter, um, really was, uh, was pretty long, was definitely longer than I thought it would be. Um, you know, it, it went on decent ways. It definitely is a little more forgiving, uh, than the blades. I, I hit a few kind of all, you know, further off the toe, uh, that still carried pretty well, still got up in the air. Um, again, this one, you can still flight it down. I, like I said, off the tee, had uh, a day where it was windy and decided to, you know, play my little slightly back in the stand shot and I hit it a little flatter and, and it went perfectly. Um, but again, if you're, but if you're hitting it off the turf or hitting it off the tee and you want to hit it high, setting it up regular and just swinging and all that is, is, is perfectly fine. So, um, Again, this one here, turf interaction is pretty good. Definitely has less bounce. This thing, I think the four iron goes down to three degrees, but still that kind of rounded leading edge, that rounded front um, does kind of help as that club comes into the turf to uh, kind of, you know, get it through quickly, get it out of the turf, not take some monster divot. You're not going to be making, uh, uh, you're not going to be using these as shovels to dig ditches or anything like that. Um, and again, even on the cavity back here, being a little different design, still really soft feel, um, really solid feel with, uh, with all these. Um, the other thing too, the, uh, the, uh, the gap wedge. So I have, this isn't the gap wedge here if you're watching on YouTube or anything, but I have a gap wedge there. Uh, played a lot of that and, uh, at 52 degrees, it was pretty nice. Um, even chipping with it, uh, around the green, hitting little pitch shots, stuff like that was actually not bad at all. I mean, it really did, uh, uh now the shape is more iron-like. It's not as rounded. It's not as kind of large looking as a traditional 52 degree, um, or 50 degree, depending on what you play. But it definitely has uh, more of an iron look to it. But, you know, if you just take that little, you know, pitch or chip swing <clears throat> and use it the same way and don't think about the fact that it's a blended part of the set, ball comes out really well. Uh, that milled face that's, uh, you know, flat, the grooves there, it, it spins pretty good. Uh, you get a lot of, you know, a, a good check with it, um, especially stuff off the fairway. You'll get uh, a, a good amount of control uh, out of that thing, and you'll get some good spin out of it. Full shots from the fairway, it would hit pull back a little bit. I mean, everything that my 50 and 52 degree sand or gap wedges do, uh, this gap wedge had, had no problem doing that. And it's actually kind of not bad because it's 12 degrees of bounce. So full shots from like the fairway and stuff, it actually was pretty nice. The turf interaction was good and almost a little bit better than, uh, than some of my gap wedges that, that are like nine degrees and things like that. So, um, but the STs, these 0317 STs, the three times forged, um, they're on the site now. Uh, I think, I think they're, what is it? Uh, um, 159 a club when you buy more than five. So, uh, 159 bucks a club. So if you're doing like my set, which is four through gap wedge, you're looking at 1272, you know, plus, plus, uh, um, plus shipping, which isn't too bad. I mean, for a set of, uh, forged blades that, uh, are, are really nice. Um, 
you know, in, in terms of, uh, you know, PXG kind of labels them as like the sharpshooters, uh, irons, the sniper irons, because there's, you know, the distance control and the shot shaping, all that. Um, I think anybody who's a blade player, you know, if you're a, a really good single digit, you know, I would say if you're a, you know, five below, hit the ball really well with your irons, these things are really good. I mean, they really have good feel to them. Um, they're definitely really soft, and I think honestly, at the price they're at, you're you're playing in you know in the uh, arena with you know all the other uh, um, all the other kind of forged blades out there. But uh, really solid, really impressed with them. Like I said, the, the biggest thing I was impressed with was how um, was how long they go. I mean, the distance wise with them, uh, you know, being a little weaker loft set uh, through the set that I was able to hit shots that uh, that have been. You know, that were the same distances that I hit my Gen 5 Ts. I mean, it's kind of crazy to think, but uh, they were pretty much going the same. Um, and then recently, so what I've been doing is actually I took the 5, 6, 7 uh, Gen 5 T and played them with the 8, 9 in pitch of uh, the STs. So I've kind of combo set them up and played the 8, 9 pitching wedge, uh, even a little bit of the gap wedge, depending on, on what I'm doing there. But uh, I've been playing these as a combo set uh, the past couple rounds, so... Uh, in the, in the short irons, I can, I can play with them. Uh, I can, I can hit them well, uh, anything, you know, eight iron down, I can reasonably strike it well and, uh, and play them. But I, I've liked them that much that the feel is that good and, and they go a good ways, um, that I've been playing, uh, yeah, I've been playing these, uh, as a combo set with my gen five T's. And honestly, the, when you set them down to look at them, they're, they blend really well. I mean, they're the same <clears throat> kind of silver finish. Uh, the shaping's very similar and the T's aren't that much bigger. I mean, really the top line and all that, they're not that much larger, uh, than these STs, maybe just a little bit, but I've been playing uh, a good amount of these and, and, and kind of blending them up. And, uh, that's kind of been a, a little bit of what my, my gamer set is banner. I've been playing the most of, so I've uh, been really enjoying them. And, uh, and I think they're, they're really great for, if you're looking for something, you know, a precise players club, um, you know, they're definitely worth looking at. And I think they're, they're really, really solid. So, uh, been having a good time with those. And, uh, like I said, really like the feel and, and everything, the looks of them, uh, have all been, uh, been really good. So zero three one seven STs, uh, which are the new ones there, but, uh, they're on PXG's website. If you just go to pxg.com, they've got all the info on there. Um, I know in the forums, I posted a bunch of pictures and People really like the look. They're kind of wishing you could get that cavity back either through the full set or further through. Um, I think that would be kind of cool, and I would definitely be interested in that. But uh, at the time, just the 3 and 4 iron, and they basically go 3 through gap wedge, uh, depending on what you're playing. So, um, like I said, I've been a, a big fan of them. Now, the interesting thing, too, is they, they might be 370 hosel. Um, when I looked at the build sheet, the... Um, <clears throat> the elevate shafts in here, I'm, I'm pretty sure it said that they were parallel tip. Um which is interesting, but uh, these might be 370 hosels. I don't know 100% for sure because um, I haven't pulled the shafts out of them yet because I haven't needed to, uh, but they may be 370, which would be interesting if there's something where you're thinking about buying a set and then reshafting them. Uh, you may have to look into it and see what uh, uh, what exactly uh, they are because there's a chance they might be parallel. But uh, but anyway, like I said, a, a big fan of the 317 STs. Uh, I think they're a great set of blades for players who are looking to play blades and uh, and really want uh, a good soft feel with great distance control, workability, um, a fairly thin sole, all that. I mean, they they pretty much fit the bill for check off the the make all the check boxes off uh, for a set of blades. So, uh, like I said, go to phd.com, check out the uh, the zero three one zero three one seven sts. They're pretty sweet.
So, uh, but yeah, that's what I've got today. Like I said, I was super excited about this show just because it's two uh, two products that I've been kind of a fan of and playing a lot of golf with. Um, so uh, been been rocking those. And then next week, probably I'll do my what's in the bag for kind of end of the season, kind of see what uh, what kind of made it what maybe didn't, and, uh, and I usually go through what kind of came in second or whatever, but uh, I've got to go through what's in the bag next week, and uh, yeah, I think that's all I've got this week. Hopefully you guys have a good week. Again, follow me on Instagram if you can, at Club Junkie Pod. Wherever you listen to the podcast, please subscribe, sign up, like it, whatever you got to do. It's great, um, and anytime, you know, the more followers and all the stuff that I get, the more stuff that people are willing to send me that I can talk about with you guys. So uh, it works out great. And then uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please, again, subscribe, check all that, look up Golf WRX Radio. Um, And, uh, yeah, so hopefully you guys, again, have a great weekend, have a great rest of the week, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.